Yo, um, these fake holidays that keep happening, Father's Day, I mean, not Father's Day, Father's Day is a real holiday. Wow, that would be interesting for you to call that out. <laughs> See, this is why you should rehearse these opens. Your wife is we don't. That and putting that on replay. Wow. Redo. Did I really just ruin this whole episode? <laughs> All right, let's act like that didn't happen. Okay, uh, these fake holidays. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Uh, these fake holidays. Um, Son's Day, Daughter's Day, um, I don't know, Days for Your Pets. I'm annoyed with them, dude. Yeah. I'm really annoyed with them. Because you know who doesn't need a holiday? Sons and daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a holiday for sons and daughters. Like, we don't, like, what? My parents should not be saying happy son's day. No, 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 right. no. They raised me. They taught me how to do the things. They also had to ground me. They also had to do all these other things for me. That was really annoying. I don't deserve a day. Stop it with the fake holidays. Yeah. Son's, like day, son's day was a thing I advocated like when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And then you grow up and you realize, no, that didn't make any sense. I remember saying that to my parents specifically, like, when's kids day? And they're like every freaking day. And I'm like, yeah. oh, now I'm like, oh, yeah, it was. And it kind of still is. So, no. Yeah, we don't need the fake ones. We don't need to fluff up everybody's ego so they can have a day. That's what it's all about. Right. You know, it's it's way too much. Even this like siblings day, like shout out to my siblings. But we need a day, a year to be like, oh, I'm posting a you know picture on Facebook just for us, just so we can celebrate our day together. No, just live your life. That's what it comes down to. We need, we need the likes. We we need people to acknowledge us by clicking like. You have a sister. I like it. Scroll right past it. Even that's these what, stuff like National Burger Day and National Cheeseburger Day and National Double Cheeseburger Day, like these are real. These are absolutely real. And then you have news organizations promoting it on social media. Why? I don't need that from you. I absolutely don't need that from you. Like I love seeing photos of National Dog Day, but there's also a National Puppy Day. And then there's specific days for each level of dog. And it's like, okay, it's a little bit, it's a little bit too much. The fact that there's just like days on top of days, like today's National Coffee Day, a great day to celebrate, but I don't need my local news station reporting that to me and telling me we need to celebrate National Coffee Day. I don't need it. I feel like there was a nas- National Coffee Days today. Yeah. I thought National Coffee Day was like a couple months ago. See? I'm so it probably g- was. Who's to say? Because where's where do they sell the wall calendar that has all these days listed on, you know, like, t- tell me that. How does everybody know? That these days happen on these days. Who who makes the decision? Who's the coordinator? And, yeah, who's the coordinator? Uh, where are they officially denoted and recognized as the day? That's what I want to know. And what days are being rejected? That's the bigger question, right? They <laughs> have to say the, no to some what, people. What's the approval process? What who's do you say, have to submit? Who are they saying no to? They're like, mm, no, that's probably not worth the day. But everything else, you're probably mixing it up with like National Iced Coffee Day and something stupid like that. Too many. Too many. Too many. Monday. Do you guys feel obligated to like post a sibling post? We all have siblings and I know mine does it. I know my parents do it. I'm not, po- I, I am not doing it. I, I, cause I want them to stop. Like, I'm like, I don't, there's no such thing as a son's day. There's no such thing as a brother day. This is, th- these things don't exist. No. Yeah. 
No, my my wife and I just had our wedding anniversary uh, a few days ago, and I didn't even post about that. Like, I don't understand why we need to use like everybody. It's so weird. Everybody uses their Facebook account now as like their platform to like. I'm proud to announce, duh, 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 and I think it's so weird. I don't need to tell everybody out there that like I have a sister and I love her. No, I'll call her and I'll tell her that. I don't need to tell everybody that like I love my wife and I'm going to prove it to you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's not necessary at all. Yeah, no. National Siblings Day. My sisters and I have had this conversation that even if they post, you know, I, you don't need to see it for me. It, it's just it's too much. We don't need to do this every single day. I mean. Did you mention Father's Day, ironically, like Mother's Day and Father's Day? Just you might as well be off of social media because I want to find some other real content on there. And it's just those photos the whole day. I'm like, well, I'll just skip social media this day. That's Dan. He's so furious on his phone on those days. I'm like, come on. Give me something. There's like like sparks coming from underneath his thumb. Just scrolling so fast. National Puppy Day. And I'm like, all right, this. All right. Something I can like that. (laughs) Yeah, I just I got over I just couldn't handle the fake holidays this week, guys. I just I hated them. With so you. yeah. Well, that's the way we get it started. What's up, y'all? It's the brunch breakdown. I'm Didi out here in California in my kitchen this week because I've been kicked out of my bedroom. I've been kicked <laughs> out. And um <laughs> Dan and Chris are in Pittsburgh. And today on the brunch breakdown, we have a lot to get to. We're gonna be talking about TVs and movies that we want to reboot. There was also a really cool picture that was uh posted and we're going to go through a lot of some movies and we're going to pick two that we have to watch for the rest of our life and we're going to buy some stock we'll tell you about that here in just a little bit and of course what we're listening to which should be a very fun week of music well first guys we all started off with get it off our chest chris stiffer gates aka christ get it off your chest Sorry, I muted myself again. <laughs> I needed to f- first address the fact that I do not tell people to call me Christ, even though DD just <laughs> called me that. Okay, because that would be a very that would be wrong. Um, my <laughs> my uh, intro this week is going to be pretty short and sweet, and I just really want your thoughts, uh, Dan and DD, um, because this is something we haven't talked enough about. Uh, to be completely honest. Um, I'm a little disappointed in all three of us that we haven't dove in deep. Pop star is probably Justin Bieber's best song. And it's not Drake's. And I think we need to officially acknowledge the fact that the minute that music video came out, that song was no longer Drake's song. Like I'm going to look back on Justin Bieber's career and tell people about how good his song was about being a pop star. Your thoughts. <laughs> that video is that great that it is Justin Bieber's song now. Right? I agree with you on that. Because that video is like, and I know all that was planned out and everything, but man, is that video great. Like. Yeah. It's so good. It's just. There should be I, a- I just, there should wow. be a category in for the VMAs moving forward, honored and named after that music video because of how great it is. Any awards that Drake gets from that video or that song 
ship them all to Biebs. I'm they're not I'm with yeah. you, Chris. <laughs> they're not they're not Drake's anymore. The minute that no. the minute that music video came out, it became Justin Bieber's song featuring Scooter Braun. Like that's it. For the rest of my life, that is how I'm gonna remember that song. Drake, it's cool that it was like your idea, but I will always remember that song, which I love. And Didi put it on the playlist a long time ago, and we laughed at it because we didn't know why Drake needed to inform us he's not a doctor, but we appreciate it. The thing is, it's no longer his song. It is Justin Bieber's song, and it's it's top five Bieber of all time. Wow. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know where you were going. I was really nervous. I was like, what haven't we talked about? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> Dan, get it off your chest. What I'm getting off my chest this week is something that I find really stupid. And gentlemen, I'm curious as to your input on this as well. Why? 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 <laughs> That's it. That's it. Why? Why? <laughs> well, let, let me, me tell you, Dan. Let me things to ask. Why do we still put up political signs in our yards to support these candidates? Do we know how stupid, how stupid does this look? Are they doing this in other countries? If they should, if they are, they shouldn't because we look stupid. I don't need to know what my neighbors, who my neighbors are voting for. Do you remember when, who you voted for was kind of like a, like a thing that you don't ask people, right? And now you can't go down a single street with seeing signs for, uh, local candidates, presidential candidates. I'm not saying you shouldn't support them and you certainly should vote, especially go back to our episode last week when we talked about that. But I don't need to see you putting a flag up in your yard regarding it. I think it's absolutely moronic and stupid. It just makes me hate you more so, <laughs> hate you even more knowing what stupid decisions that you've made. You know, I can understand, I can see one or the other and I think smart person, dumb person, smart person, dumb person. Why are you doing that to yourself? I think it's ridiculous. I know you gave money to this person. Find another way. Stop putting the signs in your yard. We look ridiculous as a society that we do this. Again, go out there and vote. Take the signs out of your yard. I mean, who are you trying to influence? What are you trying to do there? We've talked about how the undecided voter has already made up their mind and seeing John Smith's yard voting for one person isn't going to influence them one way or another. We've got the first debate tonight. That song bitch should be on pay-per-view. They should be allowed to say whatever they want to say, like let it loose, break open the doors. That's the political. Yeah, that's that. That's, that's what I need. Instead of yard signs, give me pay-per-view debates. Wow. Yeah. Just, just open it up. Just open it up. I'm just sick of the old ways. <laughs> Let's get nuts. I'm- you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> no, I'm with you with the signs in your yard. And because uh, I've never understood that. Like, who's driving by your house and saying, oh, wow, that's a nice <laughs> sign. I think I'm going to vote for him. I'm going to vote for her. Right. No one's doing it. No one does that. No. It's just like you're just saying that, like, your house is the headquarters of whoever. And I'm like. But why would you do that? I myself, I don't understand. It makes I, I, no I sense. Don't get why you would put a sign in your yard or a sign on your house or whatever. Like, I don't get it. This is great, Dan. Thank you, thank you for this one. Um, because very topical. Uh, there's going to be a debate tonight after we're done recording. Um, 
I feel like this could also go to like bumper stickers. Like, yeah, it, that only applies for a short period of time. And then your car's just jacked up with bumper <laughs> stickers on it. Um, and like flags, like I, flags are now a thing. It's like even beyond the signs. Now people yeah. have flags. Like I was driving to my parents the other day and like, Somebody, I guess, climbed up their tree and hung a flag from like the top of their tree. And I'm just like, it's so weird how like people root for politicians like their sports teams. I I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, um, if anybody's listened to me talk about politics on this podcast, they know I don't get it at this point, but I just don't, I don't get it at all. If we're, we're, we're okay with having political signs out for literally six months out of the year in people's yards, but three weeks after Christmas, you better get those lights down because it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, come on. Right. And again, support your, your local politicians, especially if you donate to them. That is great. That is fine. We don't need you to be, this to be an advertising alleyway going down the street. And then you have like neighbors. I feel like you enter a neighborhood or a street when you see it on both sides, just back and forth. That's just a neighborhood's just dishing out money just to show the other one that they're stupid. It's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like that's like part of how it happens though, is like one super passionate person puts out their sign and then somebody's like, well, I don't like their sign. So I'm going to put up (laughs) mine. And then the other guy's like, well, I need to support my neighbor and I'm going to put up mine. And then it just, the whole neighborhood turns into a disaster. Meanwhile, they're the only ones that care. Nobody cares who you're voting for vote. Right. But like, and then just the, keep it to yourself. The block party next summer is ruined because you know who each other root for. And then there's just, <laughs> you've got to divide. So again, don't do that. Yeah, and you're just not influencing anybody. No. I feel like sign, like I feel like signs for local things are okay. Like if you're if somebody's running for like the school board or something like right. that, right? And you see that sign, you might look twice at it because you're like, oh well, like I vote every election, midterm, otherwise. So like you look at that. But if you're you have a Trump sign or a Biden sign in your yard, what are you doing? <laughs> Who, who are you influencing? Nobody. Right. Like, you're not informing anybody. You're not telling anyone anything. You're just like, it's just there. And it's just in your yard. And it's silly. Thank you. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> kudos to you. That was good. Um, and mine is kind of on the same, is, is on the same wavelength. Like, like you said, like, there's a debate that's going on tonight. And I'm very happy that we are recording this podcast before the debate because I'm happy that we're not forced to talk about it. Because I really don't want to talk about these two old men who should be, you know, doing this debate in McDonald's at six o'clock in the morning instead of in prime time, taking up great time for television. So anyways, though, so I say that to say we got a month until the election. Get informed. That's all I want people to do. Stop worrying about who's running for president. Worry about who's running for Senate in your state. Worry about who's running for governor in your state. Worry about the measures that are going with like school board levies and all these things that can actually help your community. Worry about those things. Get informed with those. They might you look up your, you know, your local city's website and all these things. Though all, all that information is there because there's too much of uh, this talks about national politics and what's going on in these huge states. Because I've got friends in West Virginia who are like talking about what's going on in California. I'm like, guys, you don't live there. Like, don't worry about what's happening in California or Texas or wherever else. Like, worry about what's happening where you are. Because a lot of these things that a lot of people have been in the streets fighting for and a lot of people want to stay the same 
have to do with like your mayor. They don't have to do with the president. They have to do with like the people who hold offices in your state, in your city, in your town, wherever you are. That's what you should be focusing on for this last month until the election. That's why it's so stupid. There's a debate tonight with the national guys who we all know. And it's like, if you were, if something somebody says tonight swings you, like you were just an idiot. Like, I don't, I don't know who you are that's going to get swung by something anybody says tonight. So I just want to get it off my chest that everybody just needs to get informed on what's happening in your community and not worry about what's happening nationally. For sure. That's great. That's a great point. And I always wonder, like we, you're right. These debates are, are, are are pretty stupid. They're just more entertainment at this point, right? You've made up your mind. I I wonder, maybe this is a discussion for next week, but there's gotta be a way to make these things better. Right. There's gotta be a way to improve these things. Um, Have it be, some sort of tag team match where the VP candidates are there with them. And it's just at mid match and there's a tag in, you got to change it up. Or when your time is up, they shut the microphone off. They turn the light off of your side of the stage. Like get real intense about it. Let's get this thing fired up. I'd like to see live betting odds. Like you could have bets during, during the, the debate. Like there, there are betting odds for, for tonight's debate. I love it. I saw I want to get involved. Out. There's like over unders on like certain things that Biden and Trump, are going to say and like um yeah it's crazy it's like a it's like a thursday night football game between the jets and the dolphins like get me to get interested i already know how this is going to end so get me to get interested by making it a little a little unique <laughs> i don't even think i don't know this might i don't even think people should watch tonight like <laughs> i don't think people should watch tonight because the way politics have gotten in our country is that like it's become such a shouting match and we're so focused on only those, you know, outrageous moments that happen or like, you know, you could take it even more granular to like the headlines that people write in different news outlets and stuff. Like they only write the ones that are going to grab your attention. And um, like we're in this shock and awe news cycle now that I think like the best thing that could happen is you don't watch it. I I really don't think it's going to benefit anybody to have these debates. The only reason these debates are happening is because they drive crazy ratings for the news organizations. People watch because it's shock and awe and it's just like this vicious cycle, but nobody improves. Nobody gets better from watching this stuff. I, I don't think any, like, I'm not going to watch. I don't think anybody should watch com- to, if I'm being completely honest. Maybe they should have a halftime show. Yes. That's what we need. <laughs> Give me a halftime show. They need show. a halftime show. They need, they need new moderators. Like, yeah, we should talk about this next week. But yeah, I think yeah, the moderators yeah. need to be ideas. regular people. I think they need to figure something out with the moderator situation too. Because just, I, 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 it's just so stupid to me. And I don't know. I feel like we're in the minority too. I feel like a lot of people were excited for this tonight. And I'm like, I don't get it yeah. at all. I'm trying to find the, oh, here they are. Uh, the So some of the betting odds for tonight's debate. Uh, will President Trump tweet during the presidential debate? Uh, they're two to one odds on yes. Uh, will Joe Biden and President Trump make physical contact during the live broadcast of the debate? There's three to one odds that they will. The other one is um, 
will President Trump be seen on cam on camera uh, drinking during the debate? <laughs> so I don't think Amazing. it means alcohol. But <laughs> you need a reason to keep yourself tuned in and entertained. Oh my God. It's just I'm a few like, of the things that people are actually focused on uh, in tonight's debate. My good Lord. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, we'll talk about this more next more to week. Come on that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the uh, main course, guys. Uh, I saw this really great thing on Twitter where it had 12 movies that we've all grown up with. Sandlot, Little Rascals, Blank Check, Holes, Airbud, The Mighty Ducks, Little Giants, Space Jam, Richie Rich, My Girl, Home Alone, and Matilda all on these. And it said you have to pick two. You can't, and the rest are dead to you for the rest of your life. Ooh. Two, the rest are dead to you. Pick one first. What is I'm, funny, Chris? <laughs> I just want to tell you guys how much I love this podcast, okay? <laughs> we sandwiched. The future of our country between Justin Bieber's pop star and Air Bud. Okay, this is the best podcast on the planet. And and, and the way Dee Dee let it in, he's like, okay, let's get into what's really important. <laughs> <laughs> the Segway King finds a way. Let's get into the meat of this business. Let's see. Let's let's talk about why we're really here. This is the best podcast on earth. Uh, tell everybody to subscribe. You're not going to get this anywhere else. <laughs> You got to give the people what they want. The people don't come here for politics. You know, they come here to hear, they come here to dabble in it, but then they know what they want. They know yeah. where the main course is. And yeah. that is Airbud. It's Airbud versus my girl. Let's go. <laughs> hey, go. Okay. Well, first, let's pick one. All right. I'll go first. I am picking Richie Rich. Oh. Topical based on our podcast. Would you say it's topical based on the podcast discussion? (laughs) If you're a subscriber, you know that. (laughs) Richie Rich, I'm going with Richie Rich first. Interesting. Okay, I like that. I like that. I think that's an underrated movie out of these twelve. Mine is going to be same actor, different movie. One of the goats, Home Alone. Love Home Alone. It's not a Christmas movie. It's an every day of the week, every time of the year movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Give me Home Alone for the rest of my life. Okay. I can't say that one shocked me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you talk about Home Alone at least once every podcast. No doubt. (laughs) Yeah. No doubt. Um, this one won't be shocking to you guys either. Um, they either you want to guess what my first pick is going to be? Mighty Ducks. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is correct. Um, this one has the original Mighty Ducks. If I could, I, and we're not going to expand it, but if I could expand it or choose from the franchise, I would choose D2. Um, Smart. but, uh, we'll go straight up. OG Mighty Ducks. That's that's my number one. But see, that's the thing. Because I thought about changing this a little bit and putting certain ones in there. But I was like, no, because this kind of makes it harder yeah. because of that. Because if Home Alone 2 were in there, my whole list is blown up. Like, I wouldn't know <laughs> what to do. Because Home Alone 2, to me, is so much better than Home Alone 1. And I feel the same thing about same way about D2. Like, yeah. if D2's here, like, ah, 
I don't know what I'm going to do. Because yeah. D2 was like, I'm stopping what I'm doing if it's on any channel and I'm done for the next however many hours it takes with commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm done. Yeah. All right. And the second one out of these that I am going with is My Girl. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. I love My Girl. I grew up watching that movie all the time. It gives me the feels anytime I can watch it. And it's sad. It's, it's real sad. It's real sad. Yeah. I didn't realize how sad it was until I got older. I was like, holy, we watch this movie all the time. It's super sad. My girl is. But I love the movie. And that is my pick. So my picks, Richie Rich and my girl. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I grew I grew up watching it all the time, too. And... I haven't watched it since because it didn't make me happy. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, but we watched it all the time. We just talked about how Macaulay Culkin is the man here. That's three films of his right there. This dude, Fair. this dude, let me tell you, you make a good point about the, the mighty ducks thing because naturally that's my second one is I go with mighty ducks. If we're eliminating, you know, if I had the option to watch D2, I would leave Mighty Ducks off. But if we're taking that off the table, I think I got to stick with you there, Chris. That's just, that is my childhood, is Mighty Ducks. There's so many amazing moments in that movie. I got a couple of little runner, runners up that are close, but I got to go with C- Coach Gordon Bombay in the Mighty Ducks. I like it. I like it. Um, I really struggle with the number two, uh, my friends, because there are some bangers on this list yeah uh we should have made this a draft i know (laughs) i think i'm gonna go blank check though i think blank check and like i'm i'm pretty sold on that pick but i'm not like you know it's hard for me to cement that one but i'm pretty i'm pretty solid on blank check watching that movie as a kid and even like when we got disney plus watching it again it was so much fun to watch that. And just like as a little kid watching blank check and seeing him just write a check for a million dollars and go crazy with that money and just create a fantasy factory. Um, that was like every little kid's dream. So I think I'm going to go blank check as my number two. Yeah, that's my dream now. That's the thing about blank check is it's like there are holes in the plot of blank check, but it's still like. I would do that right. If someone just told me, here's a million dollars, you have to do whatever the hell you want with it. That's that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That was definitely one of the ones that I was considering putting in there. That'd be hard to to not put in that top two. That's just outside. That's a great movie. Great movie. What was the worst? What's the worst movie on this on here? That's a great question. I, there's two that stick out to me, to be honest with you. And for different reasons, like I don't think holes should be on this list. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like all of these movies fit together with my childhood. And then holes is like when I was like eighth grade, probably for, I don't know, whenever that came out. So like, it's a little bit removed from watching all these other movies. Um, so that one, but then also like, I, I just, Matilda just annoyed me. <laughs> and I think it's because like my sister loved that movie. So like she would always want to watch it. And then that's like 
my wife Katie, it's one of her favorite movies from growing up. And so whenever it's on, she wants to watch it and I just never want to watch it. So yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't, I don't like holes on this list at all. Um, and honestly, this is going to shock some people. I wouldn't, I would have Airbud on the bottom half of this list. That's the only, well, no, it's not. Never mind. I was going to say it's the only movie without a, any sort of realistic element. And then I looked over at Space Jam and I thought, <laughs> well, <Jam>. there goes <laughs> that theory. <laughs> Everything else had a little bit of an element. We're like, that could potentially happen. Listen, um, a dog can never play basketball, but Michael Jordan could go to space and play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on the, I've seen that golf course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Airbud. I think Matilda's a little bit underrated. Again, I think that was maybe a little bit towards that part of our childhood where if we were younger, maybe we would have enjoyed it a little bit more or, or if our sister didn't like it as much, apparently, uh, Chris, but yeah, holes in air, bud. Those, those are the two I'm voting off the Island. Yeah. For me, it's easy. Sandlot. I hate the Sandlot. Whoa. Oh, I hate wow. the Sandlot. I hate the Sandlot so much. I don't think I've ever gotten through the Sandlot, the whole thing. I've only, I've fallen asleep every single time the Sandlot's on. I hate it. I cannot stay in the Sandlot. I don't like any of the characters and to top it off, it's a movie about Babe Ruth. I hate the I, I hate Sandlot. I, I hate the Sandlot. Babe Ruth is so trash. Like he was a super fat, overweight baseball player that everyone's like, oh, he was so great. No, he was trash. He played a bunch of against a bunch of trash dudes in the 1920s. I hate Babe Ruth. I hate that he shows up in this movie. I hate Sandlot so much. I hate it. It's the worst movie ever. It was so easy to see the worst. But like, yeah. Matilda, annoying. I, annoying. But Dan's saying, I don't know, Dan's Matilda hive, I guess. He's like, <laughs> he's, he's coming for Matilda. He's like, no, Matilda's, Matilda's underrated. No, It's underrated. That's a, low, that's a low value draft pick there. Low, you know. That's something you get low in the draft, but I'm certainly, it's certainly towards the end of the list. There's no doubt. I mean, talk about the element of realism with Airbud. Those two can part ways together i don't know it's just like the trunch bulls throwing kids into like spiked closets and then she makes that kid eat a whole cake like that's just bizarre i don't i don't know i don't get it the sandlot is a weird movie for me um because like i remember watching it as a kid and i remember loving it as a kid and then you we went through the period of time with entertainment where like you know, we grew up when it you, you weren't able to get everything on demand anytime you wanted to watch it. So there was a period of time there where like you went like 10 or 15 years without ever seeing the movie. And then I remember when it came back on TV again, I was like, oh, that's so cool. I haven't seen it in forever. And I watched it. And then it was it's basically just been on TV every weekend since what, you know, then. And uh, I think it's kind of played out at this point. Like I, lo- I loved that movie growing up, but it's just on way too much. It's been on, it was on MLB Network all summer long when they yeah. had no baseball to cover. <laughs> they just played like the same four baseball movies all summer long. And it was like, eh, no thanks. Yeah. I just, yeah, I just can't get behind it. I just, you look at this list and you're just like, I could rewatch a lot of these movies like anytime, except for like holes. Yeah. It's basically holes and sandlot. Like, well, okay. None of us wants holes on there. Who, who, what, what movie would you replace holes with? Like, was there one that's not on here that you Ooh. would throw on there? I was going to throw Cool Runnings on here. Oh, that is good. Because, mm. like, I feel like Cool Runnings fits 
the theme that this yeah. person, whoever made this <laughs> this picture that we stole for a podcast segment, right. on <laughs> whoever that fits the theme because cool runnings, it's, it's tough. That makes things a lot harder. If cool runnings was on there, that would have been one of my two, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, that would have changed this list. Ooh, I'm gonna have to give this some thought. There's got to be, yeah, there's a lot of replaceable elements in this to make this a tougher one. I feel like rookie of the year is another one that probably Ooh. belongs in this graphic. I guess yeah. we should have made our own. That's what happens next time. I got other things on my mind, guys. I got right. lots of things going on over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like this this list is great. We're gonna put this on Instagram. We'll put this at the brunch breakdown. Put this on Twitter. Put this on Facebook, and you guys can all judge your two, pick your two, and we'll uh, go over them next week or whatever when we're not you know when we're talking about whatever that debate is that's going on tonight but this topic is cool because we can go right into what we've been wanting to talk about for a couple weeks but there's been other stuff that's been jumping in front of it is uh what movies or tv shows do we want to reboot because there's a lot of reboots that have been happening with tv movies all that and i saw the fresh prince is going to get the dramatic reboot because some kid made a class project that basically looks that made the Fresh Prince dramatic, and Will Smith picked that up, bought it, and now it's actually going to happen. It's going into production like whenever I guess COVID's over or something. They're going to do a Fresh Prince reboot. So, guys, what movies or TV shows would you want? Do you think need to get a reboot? See, this is dangerous territory because I think there are way too many reboots going on. There's a lot of laziness and being unoriginal uh way too many but i think if they're done right and thought out they can be great that fresh prince thing i'm very much looking forward to um i'm gonna go with a movie that's also near and dear to my heart which would be on any list sister act and here's where you get into the dangerous territory because do you ruin a great movie by rebooting it doing something different with it and you could unless you cast the right person as the lead. And so Whoopi Goldberg was absolutely perfectly cast for that role because you have to be kind of multi-talented and have a little bit of a that Whoopi spunk, right? So I think if there's a reboot for Sister Act, you either have Tracy Ellis Ross, who can sing, Diana Ross's daughter, and she actually... I think she's been real shy about singing, but she does sing in the high note at new movie that she's in. Um, and I think she could play sister Mary Clarence very well. Uh, or Janelle Monet could also play that role very, very well uh, with kind of, again, a different, you have to be very dynamic of a character to play sister Mary Clarence and do it right. And do Whoopi proud and do Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg. <laughs> We're getting money. That's later. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, it's Sister Act. Do Sister Act proud. So that's one that I'd be I'd be for if it was cast right. If if Whoopi Spunk is not the episode title to this, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it is now. She it absolutely. Is. I'm telling you, Whoopi I mean, Spunk brunch. <laughs> What do you got, Chris? I I hate all of these reboots that are happening. I hate all of them. I, I don't mean to bring the tone down, but like it's 
like there have been a couple that I've been excited for and it just, it's never going to, if you're trying to reboot something from 20 years ago, which was when we grew up, my connection to it is never going to be as strong as it was when it came out first. So anything that gets re- a reboot that tries to follow the same path that a movie had previously, I'm just not going to like it as much. Like I remember like growing up, Boy Meets World was one of my favorite shows. Then they did Girl Meets World and it just like it sucked. Like Full House was a show I watched all the time growing up. They did Fuller House. It's awful. Like I can't, I'm uncomfortable watching it. It may, it's like, I remember trying to watch it and feeling so physically uncomfortable that I couldn't like after like three episodes, I couldn't watch anymore. Um, there've been so many movie reboots and I'm just like wondering, are there not any scripts in Hollywood? Like, is there, are there no, does our script writers on strike? What, what is happening that we don't have original concepts for movies anymore? I don't, I don't get it. Like those movies we just looked at. My favorite is Mighty Ducks. I don't want to see what's the kid's name, Charlie Conway, the actor's name. Um, the Joshua oh, Jackson. Shoot. Josh Jackson. Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see him being the next Gordon Bombay trying to coach a bunch of other little new little kids trying to play hockey. Like I don't. I don't want to see that. I want to see new stories. That's that's what I want. So. Um, I, I, the movie that I would reboot is none. There are no root movies or shows that I would reboot. I would like to challenge the folks in Hollywood in your neck of the woods, Dee Dee, to write something new that's going to entertain me. At, oh, also, this makes me wonder, like, did we grow up in one of the greatest eras for entertainment? Because, like, if you look back, there's a lot of stuff that from when we grew up that's being rebooted now. And, like, you hear some people talk about, like, you know, different eras of entertainment. Like, like if you look back at like the previous eras of like Saturday night live, like everybody points back to the era when we were growing up is like the, the greatest cast they've ever had. Like, did we grow up in an especially great era for entertainment? It feels like we did. No, no. <laughs> here's the reason why I'm saying, here's honestly the reason why it's because the people who are in charge now are the people who grew up with that. So, like, I feel like this is just what kind of happens when it's like you grew up in something and it's like that was the best time in the world. So if you work in entertainment, you were obsessed with all these movies we just talked about. And now you were in charge of something. You now focus on that being the most important thing. And that's like the biggest thing. Because I think about that with music a lot. Like the way people talk about like, oh, man, I miss the old Wiz Khalifa or I miss the old Kanye West and it's like no like you miss college like you miss when you heard those songs for the first time like that's what you miss you know and I feel like it's just nostalgia and they keep throwing it in of us and like I think there's just more networks now where like everybody needs content so it's like yeah we'll do a Mighty Ducks reboot because we have this whole network of things we'll do this full house reboot because we've got this whole network that didn't exist you know 20 years ago so I don't know. But that's one of the reasons I brought up this topic is because like I don't really like the reboots either. It's just that like if they're gonna happen, well freaking start rebooting stuff that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, maybe they could uh uh remake holes and make it a good movie. Yeah. Hey, I'm for that. Like take the movies I hated and make them good. I'm de- that's a great idea, Dan. Right. Take them outside okay. the box. I that's what you gotta do. You gotta take those 
those bad movies and say, hey, that wasn't done as well as it could have. Like, I love Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but the technology there is it wasn't great back in the 90s, and I think that could be rebooted to be a really, really good movie. You have to get Rick Moranis, though. I mean, good luck with that. We did see him so appear I- in a commercial recently, coming out of retirement for that, but Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is a great movie, but I think you can look at that and say, that ant looked so freaking fake, it's not even funny. It was the worst attempt at it, and now we can do a really, really great job at that. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe they could redo Matilda and make it less annoying. <laughs> I think they All should right. reboot uh, Office Space, but again, that's dangerous because that's an amazing movie. But I think you look at how Office Space is still funny, but there's a lot of things that you can't connect with as much anymore, even if you have an office job, because it's not the same because the movie has shown its age. But I think you can do a similar thing with today's office space and how social media and technology has played a role in there. I don't know if it'd be better, but I think that's another one. Um, Going back to our list, they're rebooting Space Jam. So that's going to be interesting with LeBron. That's going to be one that's not sure which way that's going to go, but because that could, (laughs) but that's going to be focused on kids like, younger than us now right we're going to look at space jam and remember how amazing it was and we're going to compare it to that we compare lebron and michael enough as it is and now we're going to be comparing their movies (laughs) see and that's like i understand that like in this whole conversation like the reboots aren't really for me in a lot of cases um yeah in some cases they are because they want to like tap into that nostalgia that we have but like in a lot of cases it's because it's been 20 years and the kids grow growing up now have no clue as to, you know, Michael Jordan being in Space Jam probably. So like this will just be that cool movie that LeBron did. Yeah. Like and I think Space Jam, this new Space Jam is going to be a better. It, they got like there's they have real directors doing this. It seems yeah. like it's going to be legit. Like Ryan Coogler, who directed Black Panther, is doing this. So I feel like it's going to be... It might be dark. I have no idea <laughs> what we're getting into with this thing. But it just seems like it's going to be a whole different thing. But I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you on that. It's like like, like you mentioned Girl Meets World. Like, that wasn't for us. No. That was for, you know... Because I mean, like, I know a whole audience that loves Girl Meets World. But like, that wasn't for us, who were like looking for that Boy Meets World, you know, nostalgia. Like, nobody was... no. No one had that tough of a story like Sean. No one had that. What about the uh, Weakest Link is coming back? Hey, you like that That's apples? another one I saw. Yeah, like, that was kind of... I'm that excited was like for a that. Time I'm, I'm going to tune in for a week or two. <laughs> and then probably be like, yep, this is the same show. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's a part of the reason why I like sports so much is because like every time you watch it, it's a new story. It's an original. Yeah. 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 And it will never be replicated. I think. Yeah. That, yeah, I think we're onto something. I hear you. I hear you on that. Well, I have a couple ideas for reboots. A couple ideas. So I have a Fresh Prince reboot that I wish they would do. And it's, okay, it's focused around Hillary's daughter. Hillary's daughter's too spoiled, okay? She's in Bel Air. She's too spoiled. And then they send her across to Philadelphia to live in the hood with an aunt that we don't know. Ooh. Yes. That's great. That's the story that I want. We call it like Fresh Princess of Philly or something. I don't know. But that's the reboot that I want is that one. Because I just think it'd be cool just to reverse it. And then, you know, you have the same show. 
So it's not like you're changing it too much, but it's like the same show and you just kind of got a new look on things. Do, do any original cast members appear on this show as you all see of them. All of them? All, they all can show up. If Will's going to show up, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, that's... I feel like that's my answer for everything. If Will shows up, I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. Don't care what reboot this. Will, Will, Will Smith be in it? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was there. I went opening weekend to see Bad Boys 4, 3, 4? What, whatever Bad Boys it was. I went to see it. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I have another one. Um, I don't know how big a fan of Frasier you are. I'm a huge Frasier fan. Huge Frasier fan. Yeah. Great And show. I just want Frasier back in my life. Because I liked Frazier. I don't want the show to be much different. The only thing I want to be changed is that his son, Frederick, I want him to be like Macklemore. I want his son to be like, just became like a rapper. <laughs> Macklemore's from Seattle. The whole show's in Seattle. And I, that's the only thing I want changed. I don't know how they write that in, make that happen. But I want everybody back. I want everybody doing the same things. Maybe Frazier does a podcast, I guess, because that's probably what he would be doing now. Um, okay. Giving life advice that way, Macklemore is his son. So I guess we're changing this a little bit, but yeah, that's what I want. I would I want that like so I would quickly. love for yes. him and Niles' children to be completely different than them. Yes, like like Frederick's a rapper and Niles' son is who knows could be in jail or something. I have I'm no idea. But I just want them to be completely different yeah. than than them. That's great. Yeah, those are my thoughts on reboots, but. Chris, overall, you hate the tone. You hit the nail on the head, though. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. Yeah, because that's the thing. But I don't know if we grew up in the best time of entertainment, but maybe. I feel like everybody's I just, got it. It made me wonder, man, because uh, everything from my childhood is apparently coming back, which is strange. Yeah, it is weird, but I like new ideas myself. Leave Speaking the ant Joshua alone. Jen- leave the ant alone from Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Leave, leave him ridiculous. alone. Okay. But speaking of uh, Joshua Jackson, he's in Little Fires Everywhere, which is on Hulu, and it's super good. Super good. Just let you know. Kerry Washington, Reese Witherspoon, really good. So give you something to watch there, guys. All right. um, Boys, let's buy some stock. Dan, tell us how we're buying stock. What are we doing? So uh, this idea came about because of one of, if not the biggest band in the world, BTS, their record label, just went public with their first IPO. And it got me into the idea of buying stock into whether it's a musical, whether it's a musical artist, a band, take it into sports, uh, actors, whoever it may be, where you're buying stock just like you would regular stock in this person, group, whatever it may be, where you're buying it based on growth potential. So you want to buy kind of low and see that grow high, like buying Taylor Swift stuff makes no sense because she's like Apple. It's just up at the top, not going to grow a whole lot. But you buy somebody too unknown, you may not see enough growth there. And you got to consider things like the band. Is a band going to break up? Uh, is one of your favorite actors going to be in a movie that turns out to be a bust? We've all seen, we all heard what happened to uh, Vincent Chase in Medellin. We've, we've all seen that with Entourage. So you got to be careful to take all these things into consideration. So, Let's buy some stock in some of our favorite uh, people, places, things, and see how they turn out. I am buying. I'm buying Tyler Hero stock. Miami Ooh, okay. Tyler Hero. I am buying Tyler Hero stock. I think the kid's a superstar. Everyone keeps talking about other people who are superstars, and he just kind of came out of nowhere and is like doing superstar things. And 
I don't think they're going to beat the Lakers. I hope they don't. But I think he's going to have a big deal to do with this finals. I'm I'm buying like a lot of Tyler Hero stock. Like 20 years old. I he's awesome. That's that's smart. That's a great pick. That's a great pick. Buying at the right time. He's only going up and he's got a long way to go. Christopher, who you got? Um, it's not a who, it's a thing. Okay. And uh, I'm trying to like look ahead and see what the rest of 2020 is going to be like. Um, and understanding that in most states, the weather's about to get colder. Our outdoor activities are about to get limited. Um, I am investing in craft beer delivery slash pickup. Okay. And I know that this is something that's already pretty popular, but I'm thinking that as outdoor dining gets wiped out and as our ability to go have like those experiences gets reduced, most restaurants seem to still be at like 50% or less indoors. Um, we're going to have to start making some changes and creating our own environment. And I think things like beer tastings, wine tastings at home with small groups of friends, like I think that's, that's going to be on the up. So that's, uh, that's where I'm first investing. Um, and it's something I've gotten into a little bit and it's quite delightful. I know Dan has done that for a while now and, um, I love it. So I think other people should do it too. That's a great pick too, Chris, because I think that industry realizes it can't go back to not being able to offer those things. Typically you got to go and you got to try it, you buy it there. But the fact that you can pick it up or have it delivered, they're not going to be able to go back once things go back to normal. They've offered that service because they would all have to do it. If one brewery decides to keep it and the other one doesn't, that will never work. Yeah. So good thing to buy stock in. Um, I'm going to buy stock in the XFL version 3.0. Whoa. I'm all I'm on board for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I think. Of course. I mean, how could you not be? How could you not be? He's going to take his time with this thing. He's going to do it right. He really cares about this story of that type of athlete. And again, how could you not get behind Dwayne the Rock Johnson? It's at a low. They just went bankrupt. Just got purchased. It hasn't worked super well in the past. So I have my faith in the future of the XFL in seasons to come. So buy it low, sell it high. Give me XFL version 3.0 for the low stock. Wow. You really, you went for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Not messing around. That's a, it's a little bit of a gamble. Cause you can definitely get in very low right now. Yeah. (laughs) Now's the time. (laughs) This, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Are we doing another one? We got another got, one? You guys got more? I've got a couple more. Yeah, I got more. Yeah, I got another one. Um, I am, and we're going to talk about this and what we're listening to. Um, I am buying MGK stock. Machine Ooh. Gun Kelly. I am as shocked as anybody that he pulled this thing off. Because there were some really funny memes about of him at like listening sessions like in January and people just kind of making fun of him for what he was trying to do because he was really extra with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the album came out, tickets to my downfall. Holy crap. He pulled this pop punk thing off, and I can't believe that he did it. And I think he's about to have a huge, huge moment. Um, yeah. MGK, he's my I think he's here to stay. Yeah, I'm buying. I'm I trying like to get in pick. there before 
Yeah, I need to get in there right now. Now's the time. Otherwise, I'm going to be screwed in like a week or two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, Dan, you had uh, MGK on the playlist a little while back, and my ears perked up because you said this was a, a pop punk revival type of deal, and I, I listened a little bit, and I liked it a lot. It was pretty, yeah. pretty darn He's doing good. it right. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, is my turn? Yep. Okay, I'm going to do a stock up and then a stock down that are both connected to each other. Okay. So first of all, and these are just for things, uh, sell stock in your personal sports entertainment right now. Okay. Because we are living in the most jam packed entertaining time of all time when it comes to sports entertainment. And it is about to end, okay? I, people need to realize it. They just they just handed out the Stanley Cup last night. We're recording this on Tuesday. Congratulations, Tampa Bay Lightning. The NBA Finals are getting underway. The Major League Baseball playoffs are getting underway. And newsflash, people, when these end, the sports don't come back at the normal times that they normally start. It's going to be a long time without those sports, okay? So I'm selling stock in your personal sports entertainment, but I am buying stock in college football, baby, because let me tell you, while all those sports end and never come back, college football is just going to be adding more and more games. This is the season that makes no sense at all. I don't know how to explain it to you, but listen up. Five conferences aren't even playing yet, but in a month, they're going to start playing again, and you're going to get football every damn day of the week. Invest in college football. It's going to be beautiful, and it's going to help our country kind of tied themselves over until the other sports come back again. That was good. Cause yeah. I was like, man, Chris got to get the positive swing. And you brought it, you brought it. Cause this call, cause it is true. I dude, last night when I was, I turned on sports center cause I, I missed, um, cause I missed the game. Cause I missed like most of the game last night and I'll turn on sports center, watch highlights. And they're like interviewing the coach of the lightning. And I'm like, wait, they gave out the Stanley cup last night. Holy shit. Like, I, it's just funny because, like, I'm not in shape to watch all these things right now. Like, even, like, I love the NBA, but I'm still just shocked when a game is on. Because I'm not used to a game of this magnitude being on television right now. Like, this, we're, you know what I mean? It's like our brains are trained to not worry about these things until, like, late October. You know what I mean? And then it's like, because hockey starts like basically at this time and then basketball starts mid-October and you're just used to football being on. But now you have all these things going on. But you're right, dude. It's going to be bad because, yeah, the NBA was like, yeah, we don't know when we're going to start. They they said Christmas Day at one point and they were like, eh, probably not. Yeah, the NHL said December 1st and then they kind of were like, ah, we didn't really mean that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because they don't even know when the draft's going to be. Like, neither league knows when their, like, draft is going to be now. They're all like, hey, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but college football is here to save everybody. So enjoy. Yes. True. Yes. Uh, one that I'm going to go with, I have to, you know, we're about to get into what we're listening to and things like that. So I, I've got to make a musical connection here. And this one might surprise you. And I might be late to this party a little bit. But I think there is still a lot of growth here. Give me stock in Gabby Barrett right now in fact i would have bought stock a year ago because the hometown factor hometown girl gabby barrett was on american idol and she has what just like on her way up to superstardom 
And I think she's only going to get better and better and bigger and bigger. And you're going to hear her on pop channels and country channels. And she's going to have a bunch of these crossovers. I think she's got a great personality. I think buying stock in not necessarily music that I listen to often, uh, but Gabby Barrett, I know is one that's, that's on the rise. Probably could have got into that one a little bit earlier, but that's when I'm, I'm ready to see long-term growth on Gabby Barrett stock. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Munhall's own. That's Gabby right. Barrett. <laughs> Straight out that's of Munhall. Right. I'm very quick to point that out to people. I'm like, she's from Munhall. You see on the Pittsburgh talk. She's from Munhall. Right. There's a difference. There's just a difference, guys. There's just a difference. Well, that was fun. We need to do this. We need to look back at these stocks like a month from now. Like if college football ends. <laughs> yeah, we do. Chris is selling his house. <laughs> yeah. It's all over for me, man. I put all my chips in on the table. Yeah. It's like there's a huge outbreak on Thanksgiving at like every college. <laughs> it's over. I mean, it's just over. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to this week. And I'll get it started because I just I mentioned MGK and the thing. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Ticket to My Downfall. Um, th- th- this album's great. And there's a song on there that I love called uh, Drunk Face that I am obsessed with. And I can't stop playing it. And I don't know why. I feel like it should have been the first single. I feel like there's a couple of songs that should have been the first single. But that's what makes good albums. There's It's going to be around for a while. And the... The pop punk renaissance is coming. It's all coming, guys. It's all here. So, Chris, celebrate. It's it's happening. Should have kept the band together, Dan. We were this close. <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I'm with you there, Didi. That album is is great. I, I think yeah. I think you mentioned Chris. There's an earlier single that I had thrown on a playlist weeks ago. I'm gonna put one on here too. One that I think a lot of people are gonna hear. Uh, Forget me too song with halsey it also features travis barker uh, naturally when you team up with somebody like that you're gonna get a high quality type of pop punk music and I, it's got a great great sound to it um it's one of the standalone tracks for me along with your pick dd i could definitely get on board with halsey rocking some more pop punk vibes because she's very eclectic in how her voice can fit into different tones and styles and I saw her uh, featured on this track and I thought, oh, well, let's check this out. And I'm on board if she wants to do more of this type of this type of music. I think that could be really great. She grew up listening and idolizing Panic at the Disco when they were actually Panic at the Disco. So that's in her and it really comes out in this song. And I'm all about it. Forget me too off that same album. I hate everybody on her album is a pop punk song. And yeah. I thought whenever yeah. she put that, when she put, when I heard that song, cause I'm not the biggest Halsey fan, but that song, I was like, this is where she needs to go. This is it. And I think she's going to, so we'll see, but I hate everybody put that on there too. Why not throw it on there? Happy birthday, Halsey. It's, I think it's her birthday today too. Happy birthday, Halsey. Hey, happy birthday. Happy what birthday, Halsey. Big fan. It's her birthday and national coffee day. What a day. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, all this pop punk talk just brings joy to my heart. Oh, well, let me tell you. That's why I had to jump in there. I knew it was just going to round it out. Round this, is, uh, this is the episode I've been waiting for all these years, boys. Um, the Big 10, the Pac-12 are back. Pop punk is back. Hey, I mean, invest, invest in some Chris Gates stock, okay? 
This is really it. Like Actually, buy and then get Chris, ready to sell. Sell Chris Gates. Yeah, it's not going to get any better than this. Um, Knucklepock has a new album out called 2020. And um, I've been listening to that a lot over the last week. It's definitely a, there's definitely a, a slight change in their sound from previous albums. Um, a lot of their previous stuff was a little grittier, a little heavier. Um, this album is a little bit more mainstream. So I think it's, um, I think it's good. I think it's one that could probably grab them a few more uh, new fans, uh, I guess, especially given uh, the change in sound and mainstream music. So maybe that'll uh, help them out. A um, couple songs I think you guys will really like is uh, Earthquake and Breathe. So those are the two that I'm going to put on the, the playlist this week from their album 2020. I like it. I like it. I spoke wrong about the Halsey thing. Halsey, 3 a.m. is what the song is that I'm talking about. That's the one, yeah. 3 a.m. is the one. Not, I hate everybody. That's 3 a.m. is the one. Yeah. So it's me, right? Yeah, it's, it's you. me. What you got? I don't know why. Getting all these things mixed up today in my head. All right. Uh, Olivia O'Brien, uh, she has a song called Now that samples Akon's right now. And it is, is a best. really good song. This is fantastic. <laughs> oh, I heard that song. I heard that song. It's great. It is great. Yes. The video is great too. She has like a it's a it's real nostalgic. It's got like um she does a Disney Channel like logo type thing. I don't want to because the video is really good and it's the song's about like a breakup and stuff and it's it's really good. It's the song's great. The video's super colorful and awesome and it's cool to hear her because she makes this happy song that's like kind of sad. But um I'm a big fan of Olivia O'Brien because she makes these she just makes very like powerful like like sad songs that I just really like a lot. And I am a big fan of this. And this is like a really poppy song. So, um, but yeah, it samples right now. You're going to like this, Chris, another Chris Gates. I mean, it samples Akon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but yeah, that song is awesome. Tremendous. Sad songs that make you happy, Didi. It's my girl. It's music. It's all just, that's coming together for you. I've had an emotional week. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Bastille. They put out a song called Surviving, which was ironically kind of written before the pandec- pandemic and everything like that, and is more into like the mind uh, of the lead singer, Dan Smith, but it all just kind of plays into how this year has gone. It's it's a little bit of a different sound for Bastille. It's laid back, kind of groovy, but catchy. They've got some great horns in there um he even uses auto-tune on some of the vocals a little bit which is surprising but a different sounding track from bastille but really really good uh looking forward to to more stuff from from them to come hopefully in the future like this so surviving by bastille nice i love bastille too this just keeps getting better there you go um okay i uh have been also listening to uh, a band called goalkeeper um they put out a new ep called life in slow motion um Goalkeeper has a special place in my heart because it's a band that uh, Dan and I have actually played with in the past. Good um, dudes. I think, yeah, great guys. I think we, I think that was that the pre-show for that uh, four chord music festival. Yeah, is that mm-hmm. when we played with them? Um, that was a good time. They're really good guys. Play really, really catchy pop punk music, uh, so it'll fit with the theme this week. Uh, the song on that EP black and blue, um, stood out to me. So that's, uh, another one I'm going to toss on the playlist this week, but, um, they are, uh, they're a band that in my opinion in that scene does not get the attention that they deserve for the quality of music that they put out there. So I'm excited that we can give them a little bit of a, um, 
a boost and a little bit of extra visibility. Hell yeah. Love those boys. Miss those boys. Yeah, they're 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 good dudes from the other side of uh, the state here in PA. So good shout out there. My last one, Chris, this is another one you're going to like. Uh, Jaden, uh, he's Jaden is a 19 year old like uh, Travis Barker calls him his protege. Um, his name is spelled J-X-D-N, which is annoying. But Perfect for me. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very annoying. Because um, yeah. he has this other song out. I can't remember what the song. I think it's called Broken is what the song is called. And at work, we were just calling him Jixton for like until we until somebody interviewed him. And it was like, oh, yeah, it's it's Jaden. Sorry, guys. But um, but anyways, um, J-X-D-N, Jaden, uh, he's got a song called Pray that is like super super good and it fits right in the theme of everything we're basically talking about today chris gates christmas so it's it fits right in with all of that and um it is a it's a deep song it is um it is very now to what a lot of unfortunately what a lot of you know kids are talking about anxiety and uh stress and depression and things like that which you know i hope this guy has you know i hope Jaden can you know figure this stuff out and it you know doesn't happen what what does it happen to him happen to the juice world and all these other people that you know have been were telling us in their music how sad they were and how hard you know hard things were and then you know we lost them so hopefully that doesn't happen with him but this song is just really good and it deals with all those tough things so pray by Jaden. check it out i like it i like it uh my last song i think chris is also going to very much enjoy you know, um, I, when Dan when Dan said Whoopi Spunk, I knew this was going to be a good episode. It's a special episode, isn't I it? I <laughs> just had a feeling that this was gonna this was gonna be a good one. I do. I think you'll like this one uh, from an artist named Grandson. He put out a song called "Dirty" this past week. He already loves it. You can tell. Dirty, <laughs> dirty grandson. So okay, dirty grandson. Dirty grandson. Got that correct. Um. It's off his first full-length album uh, coming out in December. It's called uh, Death of an Optimist, which... Please don't. Uh, We need more optimists. Um, But I've been a little hit or miss on some of Grandson's tracks. And this one's a big-time hit for me. It's super catchy. It's upbeat. It's kind of that new-age rap alternative rock alt rock that's this kind of mix of styles in there there's lots of elements of hip-hop especially in this song there's even like a ska like horn line in there it's got elements of ska bones in there for sure and i think this is his, his most favorite track that he's put out uh so far so it really has me more excited for that album coming up in the future but uh dirty by grandson on the playlist this week I'm excited for this playlist, boys. This is gonna be good. Yeah, really Dirty good. Grandson. <clears throat> um, for just don't if you guys have your work computer where you're working at home or maybe working in the office, don't Google "Dirty Grandson." No. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, when you're looking up this song, specifically look it up on a music streaming platform. You don't <laughs> be specific. Google. Do yourself a favor. Not even YouTube. Not even YouTube. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Don't do no. that. No. Oh no. No. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Um. That be bad. Real quick, uh, to look back on the playlist that we had this past week, um, the thong song was ridiculous in like a good way and a weird way. The beat was tremendous, though, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, Gus Dapperton, Bluebird, that 
helped my daughter take a nap. So I was appreciative. Perfect. I'll take it. And uh, Who's Laughing Now by Ava Max. That was my favorite song. Um, not by the band Super Whatever, because that was my favorite. Uh, but I put that on there, Naturally. so I'm biased. Right. Um, and then this week's retro replacement is Lupe Fiasco. The show goes on. Ooh. Ooh. Solid. Ooh. I don't that's really have one. reasons for these songs. They just they just float into my life, and that's that's how they get onto the the retro replacement. That's, but it's damn good. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. That was our leave the house song. Every time we left to go somewhere, that was it. Well, I know my there's God. one way to. Uh, I know we gotta wrap this up. There's one way we can ruin this playlist, and that's put Vin, Vin Diesel's newest single on there. <laughs> Hold on. I'm so happy you brought this up because I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I know we like I know we're, up, we're kind of up against it here, but we cannot not talk about this, right? It's going on the playlist. It's staying on the playlist. <laughs> um, oh, <you're> <laughs> Maybe I'll change the the playlist cover to, to the the cover of this song of his. Please don't. We don't. That Vin Diesel face. If you ever want to see Vin, Vin Diesel's O face, that's the that's the artwork for this oh. single. Feel like I do. He's great, guys. <laughs> Say what you will. Vin Diesel. He was like, we couldn't put a Fast and the Furious movie out this year, so I'm hitting the studio and I'm making a jam with Kygo. Feel like I do, man. Oh my god. I hate Vin how Diesel catchy does it, it again. I absolutely hate how catchy it is. I mean, his voice sounds absolutely horrendous. Terrible. Put him on the <laughs> Yaya Ding Dong soundtrack. That's what I'm saying. That took belongs. <laughs> He sounds like a Swedish EDM uh, singer that's like trying to speak in English for the first time. And there's this crazy auto tune going with it. But other than that, <laughs> it's catchy. <laughs> it's really catchy. And I hate it. I hate it. It, it stayed on the playlist forever. Got that tickle face. What is that? What's that? Everything had been going so well. Everything had been going so well here. He spunk. Ladies and gentlemen, he hit the NOS in the studio. (laughs) We got it. Feel like I do. Like, I don't know what I want more now. Fast and Furious, another Fast and Furious movie or another Vin Diesel single. I don't know what I want. I don't know which one. My God. Well, guys, that's been the brunch breakdown. Um, tell everybody where they can find Vin Diesel's Feel Like I Do. Well, yeah, you can find the Sounds of Brunch playlist that we put out every single week that is available on Spotify. So go ahead, subscribe to that, and you'll get all of these songs automatically each and every week as they get updated. You can find the Brunch Breakdown podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, including iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, anywhere and everywhere. And don't forget the video podcast is released every Wednesday as well. The full video episode on our YouTube channel and Facebook as well. Uh, Everywhere on social media at brunch breakdown, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, follow us. We follow you back. Beautiful. Well, boys, this was fun. And we will see you guys next time at the table for more brunch breakdown later.